Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shomer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. I'm so glad you're joining me this morning for a hot cup of coffee. This is the 6th and 7th Sidra, the 6th and 7th Aliyah, Friday-Saturday portion of Noah. And this Torah portion, uh, today we're taking from Genesis chapter 9, verse 18, all the way to chapter 11, verse 32, but we're going to hang out in chapter 11. So let's begin with verse 1. It says, now the entire earth had the same language with the same vocabulary. So even the dialects were the same. Not only the language was, was the same, but the dialect was the same. There was no variation. When they traveled eastward, they found a valley plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to one another, come, let's make bricks and bake them until they're hard. So they used bricks for stone and tar for mortar. And they said, come, let's build ourselves a city and a tower whose top reaches into the heaven. So let us make a name for ourselves or else we will be scattered over the face of the whole land. Now, a lot of people think, well, it's kind of foolish to build a tower up to heaven. You're never going to reach it. So we got to understand the context of the day. Mountains were considered sacred. Mountains were considered where the gods resided. That's where their headquarters were. That's where their thrones were. And so basically with this Tower of Babel, they were creating an artificial mountain because they wanted to invite the the, the gods, the fallen angels, to come and inhabit that uh, uh, artificial mountain and to rule and reign the people from there. Not only that, but there's evidence that this was some sort of gigantic astrological calendar. So there was a lot of witchcraft going on there. So it says in, um, uh, so basically they're rebelling against God because God said scatter and inhabit the whole earth. And they said, no, we're going to stay in one place. So verse five, then Adonai came down to see the city and the tower that the sons of man had built. And Adonai said, look, the people are one, and all of them have the same language. So this is what uh, they have begun to do. Now, nothing they plan will be impossible. See the power of unity, even of fallen creation. If we are all unified, how powerful we can be. What does this say? What message does this bring to the body of Christ, the body of Messiah? If we, as the body of believers, are united on the cardinal, non-negotiable doctrines, and we act like a family of God, and we are unified as one, we could easily flip this world upside down. It only took 12 men to flip this world upside down for God. So just think of all the believers together, right? And it's our unity, according to John 17, that's going to convince the world that Yeshua is the real deal. Verse 7, come, let us go down and confuse their language so that they will not understand each other's language. So Adonai scattered them over the face of the entire land and they stopped building the city. This is why it was named Babel. Because Adonai confused the languages of the entire world there, and from there, Adonai scattered them over the face of the entire world. So God's plan from the fall of man was to eventually bring everything back to a perfect Edenic state. So first thing that happened was, was spiritual death. And, and, and physical death began at the fall. So how did God reverse it? Saying, I'm going to send a Redeemer. And you're going to have spiritual life again. And not only that, but after you die, you're going to be resurrected because this Redeemer is going to die himself and rise from the dead, therefore giving you the power and the ability and the permission because you're going to be joint heirs with him to rise from the dead eventually as well. So death is conquered, right? So now we see the confusion of the languages. So how does God overcome that? He overcame that. In Acts chapter 2, there was a reversal there in Acts chapter 2. It says, when the day of Shavuot, yeah, most translations say Pentecost, but Shavuot is a Hebrew word for that festival. When the day of Shavuot had come, they were all together in one place. 
Why were they together in one place? Because it was one of the pilgrimage festivals, and it was required of them by the Torah to all meet in one place. Suddenly there came from heaven the sound of a mighty rushing wind. All this was mimicking the Mount Sinai experience because they, they heard the wind of the shofar. They saw fire and flames from the mountain, and we see all this mimicked in Acts chapter 2. And it says, suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And tongues of fire spread out and appeared to them and settled on each of them. Now, this is a thing. The Torah says that when the, when the law was given at Mount Sinai, that everybody heard in their own language. Well, I thought it was just only Hebrews there. No, there was a mixed multitude there as well. People from every tongue, tribe, and language of the 70 root nations. And they heard God's word in their own language, in their own tongue. The, the, the law of God. So the same thing's happening here. Tongues of fire spread out and appeared to them and settled on each of them. They were all filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other tongues as the Ruach, the Spirit, enabled them to speak out. Now, Jewish people were staying in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. See, again, it's just like the, the, the Mount Sinai experience. All the nations were there at Sinai through those uh, mixed multitude. And when the sound came, the crowd gathered, and they were bewildered because each was hearing them speak in their own language. And they were amazed and astonished and saying, all these are speaking? Uh, aren't they all uh, Galileans? How is it that we can hear our own birth language? Parthians, Medes, Elam Elamites, and those living in Mesopotamia, Judah and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and parts of Libya toward Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jew, Jewish people and proselytes, which was meaning those that had converted to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring in our own tongues the mighty deeds of God. And they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to each other, what does this mean? See, God is reversing the effects of the fall. And the very last thing that's going to happen in the total reversal of the fall will be in Revelation 21, the new heaven and the new earth. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless.